Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a Domino Sound production. Trigger, 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 trigger. Trigger, trigger. Hi, I'm Nolika Radway. And I'm Andrea O'Brien, and this is Triggered. Podcast about all things in media that have us all in our feelings. How are you doing this morning, Anne? I am already in my feelings, so let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right, we like to start our podcast by sharing our tarot picks for the morning. Um, And this morning, I picked a fave, the Two of Cups. Love. Um, And this card is about connection. It's about like, to me, it's about so many things. But one thing that I hold in it is just like love. Like you are just, you are unique. Mm -hmm. And um, you are love. That's what I hold when 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 I see this card. What did you pick this morning, Anne? So just to keep with the theme, I picked the Queen of Cups, the Throne of Emotion. The Throne of Emotion, because this is where I am today and for the past five days, which is great. Um, So this card is about the fact that it tells you to let your freak flag fly. It tells you to get into it, sit in the emotion, sit in the things you have, you know, just kind of check your intention and be that emotional vessel for people and allow people to come to you and allow and not come to you in that, like bring their shit, like be Mm -hmm. that vessel of emotion that allows other people to access their emotions Mm -hmm. and be in conversation around those feelings and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so for me, especially based on the time we're living in, yeah, I'm I'm with it. Like, let's just, let's get into it. Let's have the card conversations and Mm. You are about these hard conversations right now, I sis. You are about that life. <laughs> you are about that life. All right. So I'm going to start because okay. I got a lot. I got. <laughs> you have been doing a lot of consuming of the things. Oh, shucks. I was like, my, one of my, like, um, one of the, like, one of the things I've been putting out to the universe is this idea of, like, I want to, like, engage in hard content and I want to, like, use it. And they sent it to me. They're like, oh, you do? Oh, really? I got something for you. I didn't put so, that out, and it keeps coming to me. So oh, thanks okay. for putting well, it out they, for both they, of us. I appreciate you. Okay. <laughs> well, um, the first thing I want to start with is um, a new miniseries on HBO called Exterminate All the Brutes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I just, I, gotta say, I have a lot to say about this. So basically, it's a documentary miniseries produced by Raul Peck who I am I stand Raul Peck um he also did the I am not your negro doc Mm -hmm. um James Baldwin and is a prolific filmmaker I'm just gonna spend a lot of time watching Raul Peck movies 
and he is a black man his ancestry comes through haiti and he has a lot of things to say about a lot of things exterminate all the brutes is unlike anything i've ever seen on television i feel like i say that a lot on the show but this is true um before it's a documentary but it's a mix of like films photographs reenactments Mm. imaginary like I don't know, iterations. It's just a vivid, horrific, gut-wrenching telling of colonialism and um, genocide in the history of the Western world. And it's one of those things where when I went into it, I was like, there's not going to be a lot of new information here for me. Um, I was wrong. There was. But you were dead wrong. Mm-hmm. I was yes. dead wrong. There was plenty of new information for me. But the overall theme I'm already bought into. Like, you know, like I'm already, yes. you ain't got to tell me how this shit is. Like you're up. preaching I, to the choir. I, I exactly. know it's you're fucked up. Let's choir. do it. Um, <laughs> but there is the level of, I'm going to just tell you what triggered me. People, I want. this is one of those things like, should I, I wouldn't necessarily say you should watch it because you have to have the stomach for it. It is, it is, it is grotesque. Like, is there's mm. no, um, it, 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 he puts it all out there. It's not easy in any way. It's not, it's not like you're going to need, like I'm still, it's in my body. Like the, the emotion of the thing that I've saw in that film, I will never unsee. Um, but what I, I guess the things that were, everything about it is triggering. It's like one big trigger. <laughs> one of the things that were like <laughs> most, um, something that was like really sticks with me or like I left with is like this idea. Um, I'm going to tell one story. I'm going to tell two stories. There were two stories that were told in the film about times where colonizers, one mm-hmm. time in the what we know now call the United States, and another time, I think it was in Uganda, but on the continent, had come to colonize, take over land using guns, right? Came over, do a thing. And both of these instances, the leaders of those communities were like, cool, we surrender. What do you want? Matter of fact, cool, we'll feed you. Like, come in. We're good. It's not even, we don't have to fight. There's nothing to fight about. Like, we got you. Like, we, it's not even worth our energy. And um, the colonizers killed all of them anyway. And there were like these moments, like this, this, this happens, right? This continuously mm. happens. And I was just left with this like feeling in my stomach of a reminder of you cannot negotiate with your oppressor. No. Because it's not about like pleasing them. It's not about, they want you gone, your, your existence. They do not want you to exist. Even this kind of tell, like they need us. Like what would they do without, if they didn't have us to oppress? And it's like, they don't, they're not rational. It's not a rational thing. It's a psychosis. Anyway, I, I could say so much about this film. Um, I'm going to have to get into some, like, gr- some groups to talk more about it. It is very powerful. And, I, and the other thing is, is I just can't even, I can't believe that it exists in the world. I just can't even believe that. Did someone let this information out? That this was allowed to like happen mm-hmm. and, and live and be archived in this way. I don't know how you watch this and say you are proud to be an American. I don't know how you watch this and you 
can rectify your whiteness. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't know. But anyway, it's a lot. Woo! Okay, and what do you got for us? What do you got for us? Okay, so you have. So I'm going to talk about this thing twice on the show because okay. it's two different issues. Okay. Um. So my first thing is the series Them on Amazon Prime. Okay. <laughs> I've heard some things. Um, I've heard so some things. I am going to talk about the show first. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about some conversation later on in, later on in this episode, some conversation around the show. Okay. It's interesting because I don't know a lot of people have actually watched it. Like I, I don't, so, I've heard a lot of people talking about it, but I don't know a lot of people like, I've watched this. So go ahead. I'm so, so curious. So I'm going to say this. I have watched two episodes I also know of what happens later on in the show because watching this show in this time that we are in with this much trauma that has happened to black people in these here United States over the past, well, forever, but also packed within this last year where mm-hmm. we are functioning in white spaces where white folks are now aware of things that are happening and having reactions to it. I recognize between the pandemic and all sorts of things that my very atoms in my body are vibrating. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so engaging with this show, them hit me in a way that Lovecraft didn't, that Watchmen didn't, that, um, that, uh, all the black shows I consume hasn't that get out and, and, and us didn't, I think I'm at max capacity. Oh, shit. I think the 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 trauma <laughs> mm-hmm. and trauma porn that we're consuming mm. is a lot. And so I from the first episode of the show, I recognize that my body is reacting differently. And so mm. the premise of them is this black family who leaves rural North Carolina who comes to live in 1955 Compton, which is an all white neighborhood. So all of those little houses that you see in Mm -hmm. Compton Mm -hmm. now that we know from Boys in the Hood Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. are pristinely manicured Mm -hmm. lawns of white folks in the 50s. And this black family is the first black family that moves into Compton. The Mm -hmm. show is, I think, written by someone called Little Marvin and produced by Lena Waithe. And people are having all sorts of reactions to Lena Waithe. She produced the show. She didn't necessarily write it. And that means many different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so it is the reception of this black family by these white folks that we begin the story with. And this father gets a, gets a job in a plant. And it's kind of like the wife didn't necessarily know. I think she thought they were moving to Watts, which mm-hmm. is more black at the mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. and like thriving black community. Mm-hmm. And when she realizes they're not going to Watts, they're going to Compton her reaction is visceral because she, you can tell that she's like, um, I'm about done with these white folks and you are moving us in the middle of them. And he's kind of like, no, but this is our future and we're good. So interesting. So far this sounds right up my alley. This sounds just like something I would want to watch. Yes. What happens? Then then there is, so there's the white people element. And I will say without giving too much away, there is a supernatural element. Okay nothing happens in the first episode but so much happens in the first episode whoever wrote this wrote this in a way for you to feel discomfort immediately upon watching the show even the way that the the main white character who i have seen before in a movie called scott pilgrim versus the world because this is what i watch Mm -hmm. 
the crazy behind her eyes, this actress, it's so evident. You can tell, like, you know when they say people ain't wrapped too tight? Mm -hmm. She's wrapped way too tight. She was born wrapped too tight. Something is going on here. And in the first episode, I will tell one story. They decide, the women of the community, to all bring folding tables and chairs and little radios and sit outside this black woman's house and watch the house and blast music at it while she's just moving in, just unpacking. Her husband's gone to work. She's trying to get her kids ready for school. And it's so, the normalcy which with, with which these people decide to harass this family and then this woman's visceral reaction to them, which I will not reveal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is like, oh, there's a level of tension here Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's so much. And why then, why, why, why are black sp- people? Why are the black people? My Twitter feed. Why why is my black Twitter having such a hard time with this film? Um, the I level mean, of is- violence and things that they mm-hmm. introduce you to is mm-hmm. a lot. And okay. I would say, and while they okay. do give a warning on a particular episode, mm-hmm. there should be a warning to the show. Got it. And there maybe probably should be a little discussion of what you're going to see. And the thing is like. You know, folks are comparing it to every other, you know, Mm because, you know, black people can't have apparently Mm -hmm. more than one thing that is Mm -hmm. similar, although we'll watch 70 white 80s movies that have the same theme. It feels different. It feels heavier. It feels like you are coming away with feelings that you have no place to put and not not in a great way. But I'm not saying the show isn't good. I'm just saying the after effect of the show Mm -hmm. is a lot. And so... I don't know that I would encourage people to watch it. Mm-hmm. I would encourage people to examine their level and their capacity for black trauma and then decide if they can watch it. Also, the main actors are gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah. And just doing a great job. Well, it's funny because we both start off with really, like, we don't know if you need to like, you start off with maybe you I don't shouldn't. know if you should watch it. I don't maybe know. Maybe you shouldn't, but it does exist in the world and it did yep. trigger us. And I will say, yeah, that's that's all we got to say. If, if you're into that kind of thing, if, if you're into, into if, if you, you're into, if you, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot though. It's a lot, and it's we're a in the lot. of something. So my next trigger, which is, um, it's like we're on the same line of like racism, white supremacist delusion, the level of this like inhumanity that mm-hmm. um, we have seen white folks display. My next trigger is um, someone who does, is none of those things, is like warm and soft and just like sunshine, is Miss Tabitha Brown. Um, oh, yeah, hello love, there. We all love <laughs> Tabitha Brown. Like literally everybody loves Tabitha Brown. She's just so warm. Like there's just, her energy is just so yes. powerful. So Plus I carrot got, bacon. Plus yeah, carrot bacon. so powerful. Yeah. And so I got on IG <laughs> And um, I was looking that she had a post. And in her post, she was talking about how she had posted something on IG Mm -hmm. and that for some reason, her followers have reached out to her and said, like, what you posted was really powerful and I've been trying to share it and I can't share it. She's not the only one. Yeah. She does the whole post showing her daughter trying to share this video and not being able to share it. And you could just see in her, like, 
there's so much things that are going on for her as she's sharing mm-hmm. it. One is like a disappointment. One is a disillusionment. One is a like I already knew. One is it. It's like everything we like. She was like black women everywhere in that. She just did all of the yes. things that we do in these moments. And um, I was just her bravery and just like her holding space, all of it. I was like blown away. And so it was triggering for me because of that moment of um, you too. You know, like it's here yeah. it is, Tabitha Brown. Like you, who could, who could, like what could, she is like, you Warmth know, palpable and, and for white people. Yeah. Like she does the thing for them. And I said, let me go find what Miss Tabitha posted. So mm-hmm. I went and I looked at the first post. And again, it is warm, loving, sunshine biscuits Tabitha Brown (laughs) but she's talking about the most recent well we don't know when this airing but at the time the most recent um killing of an unarmed black man black person and um she in her video she's just so like she's not like um like gunshots you know she's not like revolution Mm -hmm. she's just being her full on Tabitha Brown stuff, but being sincere in how heartbroken she is by what is racism in the United States. And as I'm watching it, I was like, oh, this is dangerous. Right. I see why they won't. I see why they have put the kaputs on this being shared because it is a video that you could share. You could show your five year old and they will understand you got it fucked up. Like it could you you, it's. I, as I was watching, I was like, oh, they know. This is yeah. more dangerous than the, the Black Lives Revolutionary. protest. The, like, this, mm-hmm. this right here, this warm, loving mother, yep. like, w- just in tears. Since, talk, and she, she, which what's amazing is that she just speaks about herself. Yeah. She's like, this happens to me. I don't understand it. Like, you're, it's, I was just watching, I was like, who we fighting? Who who we gotta go get? <laughs> it was triggering for so many reasons. The disappointment in like the um, the disappointment. This is so disappointing. This is so disappointing that that we as black people have to constantly be let down by white people, white structures. You know, she just won a won awards for like how much she has like elevated these platforms. And you speak your truth. You you bring your whole self. Don't bring yep. your whole self. You could bring a lot of it, but don't don't bring your whole oppressed self. Asking for no. more. Don't bring that part. And the rare places where we as Black people can bring our whole selves, including our pain and our anguish, and be like held in those same communities that we are supporting and like carrying on our fucking backs. Um, yes. I was really like triggered and disappointed by that. And then also just like, I was already Stan Tabitha Brown. I'm on a whole other level, a whole other level of like loving of this person. And just another <laughs> reminder of these systems don't love us. IG don't no. love us. Like don't, don't get it twisted. IG Twi- does not love us. IG does not love us. Mark Zuckerberg is not here for the shits at all. Oh, no, absolutely. A- absolutely not. And so... Um, I was incredibly moved by it and go, you should definitely go check it out. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What do you have for us, Anne? So, choice. Would you like me to call the black Christians to the front of the room? Or would you like me to call black Americans to the front of the room? Whichever you choose and we can black start Americans, whichever one. Please, black Americans. All right, black Americans. Okay, so of which I am one. So let's yes. start there. Yes. So I, I may have had this conversation before on this show, but we're going to have it again. Okay. So based on watching the show them. Okay. You know me. I watch something. I go look for information about that show. I want to be in discussion. I want to know okay. reactions. Let's do it. Okay. So, of course, both of the main actors in the show, mm-hmm. both the, the black man and the black woman lead characters, mm-hmm. are actors of British descent. They are British actors. One of them uh, is in the show Top Boy. Mm-hmm. He plays a real true fuck boy in this mm-hmm. in that show. Mm-hmm. I think he's also a rapper. Um, mm-hmm. I think his name is Bashy or something like that. And then this woman I've never seen her before. She is literal beautiful blackness incarnate, and mm-hmm. they do a phenomenal job on them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. of course, someone posts, "Man, white Hollywood must hate black Americans if they have to go keep getting these black British actors. Like we can't have." So I am literally sick and tired of this conversation. It is not just triggering. It's exhausting. Mm. It is like I literally looked at that person and my thought was, which I did not type. I didn't even engage. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to type, you are a slave master's dream. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I know that sounds harsh. I don't care. This level of divisiveness, this Mm -hmm. level of not recognizing your brothers and sisters because they didn't come from the same soil as you or you feel like your oppression is bigger than theirs or mm-hmm. different than theirs and all the things and it, it and this conversation has been going on for years and Samuel L. Jackson famously got into this conversation about you know are they better trained do people just feel like I, I honestly don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I think part of the issue for me is this is a very oppressor like American-like point of view, where you are as black Americans, and again, Mm -hmm. my parents are Jamaican, I was born here, Mm -hmm. I am black American, how and ever, I am not black American in the traditional sense of family did the great migration north from the south, blah, 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 Mm -hmm, blah, mm -hmm, blah, mm -hmm. all those things. And so there's a level of displacement and fraudulence that I've always felt in terms of the black American story, except, you know, I am black American, whatever, what have Mm -hmm. you. I don't call myself African American. That's what it says in your birth certificate. That that's that birth certificate. That's, that's what it says. Mm-hmm. I don't like the term African American. I don't use it. I mm-hmm. use the term black for mm-hmm. a litany of reasons. Um, but the reality is, it's just a stupid conversation. These are black people. We are all black. If 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 their family wasn't enslaved in the way that our families were enslaved trust and believe that somebody exploited and colonized their country to a point where they then their family then migrated to a country that's cold and fucking rainy and has Mm -hmm. no love for them either Mm -hmm. you want to talk if we want to do suffering comparisons Mm -hmm. we can do that all day we do that in neighborhoods now we do that in the hood Mm -hmm. we find 
we don't find every way to divide ourselves. We have been taught every way to divide ourselves. And it is something that we need to deconstruct and stop. Also, Mm -hmm. this very American view where we do not ever engage in the politics, the, the, any information about any country other than ourselves, Mm -hmm. and then believe that we know it Mm -hmm. is so typically white American. And so when I see black Americans do it, I am incensed, Mm -hmm. read a book, open a newspaper, Go watch Al Jazeera Network. Do something. But for you to act like these black bodies are not oppressed because they don't know oppression like you know oppression is stupid and arrogant. And I do not like to see us imitate white people in any way, shape, or form. I understand the reasons that we imitate white people. I get it. It's just a dumb conversation for me. And it's also just not respecting their art. Mm -hmm. They're fucking good. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just good. You don't know who auditioned. And this this conversation, like, you know what went on behind the scenes of these auditions and productions. And, like, it, it's just infuriating. It's also, triggering. Black actors I are hear working. You. Black actors are working you. from America. They're working. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. It is triggering. I think that there's an and in that. Yes. In that it's not about those individual actors and whether or not they deserve those parts or they're working hard. But, you know, and however white folks perceive your proximity to them and like yes. I you know I have British the friends accent makes they're you always smarter. like that. I'm shocked I go to like in the UK it don't mean shit but I come to I, I see when I'm in New York all of a sudden I open my mouth and people start looking at me differently like I get treated a little bit like it comes with a certain level of like yes. privilege yes. and um that shit is true and they recognize it and they're like that shit is fucked up and keep it moving and I think it's 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 um there is definitely a more nuanced conversation to be very having mo- much more nuanced that much more um, nuanced we're not having, which is unfortunate. Yeah. And I think that, that that's the sense. trigger, right? It is yeah. put no, the blame totally where the blame sense. is and not on the black. No, people. exactly. 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 Those are people, son. I mean, we're Jamaican. So, you know, half our family went that way. Half went the other. So, I, right. It's we're just thing. here by accident. Like, yeah, you know <laughs> we what? Just, My mama was like, I all, ain't going all to, of us, Canada's right? too that's, cold and England is too rainy. Let's go to New York literally how the conversation goes don't worry after they watch eliminate all the broods we won't be having these conversations anymore oh see then, they'll be then done they, they won't they won't even no one even t- fix themselves to even say anything any foolishness like that ever again um okay so my last uh thing for today because it was so heavy at the top so i'm ending with like something that i just feel so warm and cuddly about and it was triggering me. So I've, I will, I have, I will again talk about Steven Universe because it's like my fave. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Steven Universe, like the music is sublime. And if you go on Spotify or anywhere you get your music, you can tap in and listen to the whole playlist and all of the things. So at the end of the first series, so there's like, two series of Steven Universe. There's Steven Universe and then there's Steven Universe Future. At the end of Steven Universe series, Mm -hmm. you know, they sit down, everything is kind of like solved and the main character sits down and he says, I've been working on something to the other three like main characters and they're like, what? And he starts to like play a song and the song goes, um, I don't need you to respect me. I respect me. I don't need you to love me. I love me. But if you want to, you could know me if you change your mind. And um, go listen to it. It it gives Mm -hmm. me chills every time I hear it, every time I think about it. And 
I connect a lot of things to it. It's like where I feel like I am as a black person and like that part of my identity or even being a woman or any way in which I being queer, any way in which I identify as like I'm solid in mine. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. in a place of like I'm and I don't need shit from anybody else. Um, but if you got your shit together, if you changed your mind, your way of thinking, you you could have the blessing of getting to know me. And mm-hmm. um but and that's on you. <laughs> you know, and that's on you. Um <laughs> so get it. It's it's literally that's that's the whole song. I just literally said the whole song to you. That's that's it ends right there. But I like it just plays in my head over and over again. Um it's really powerful. All of the Steven Universe music is really powerful, but that one in particular warms my heart. And um I think Yeah. You could, you could, you could, we're so, you're fucking missing out because we're so <laughs> amazing and I don't need shit from you. I love me. I respect me and I love me. So deuces. Anyway, what do you have for us, Anne? Okay. So we're going to call the black, the traditional black Christians to the front of the room. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> y'all are here. Y'all gathered. Y'all okay. at the altar. Let's yes, do it. Yes. Um, okay. So. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite IG accounts is called Unfit Christian. Unfit Christian. Yes. Okay. She goes the hell in. So okay. she is clearly a churched woman. She knows her Bible inside and out. She is all of the things, how and ever. She gets in to the realities of what this whole spirit God, all these things are. So if you come at her with some nonsense, she is not only going to read you, she's going to Bible-based read you. And so what I mean by that, so her most recent post, which got my entire life, is she puts all of these things and it's like sage and sage and um, incense equals not God. Horoscopes and astrology equals not God. Crystals equals not God's. Talking to ancestors, not God. And then she proceeds to break down how all of that is absolute bullshit. Of course. She she absolutely crosses them out one by one and in subsequent posts breaks down first how they're bullshit and two, how each of those things are located in this here Bible that y'all read. So here is where God makes you look at the stars and heavens for signs and movement. Here is where you are burning sage and blah, blah, blah. Here is, and she is summarily breaking it down for the folks. And she's like, do not DM me. I'm not here for it. And I think what it is, is what triggered me about it is that I grew up hearing. So, you know, I, I was raised, well, raised is a strong word. I went to Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always surprised My- how deep you are in the like church ch- churchy world because we you know like Catholic, we grew up the same in terms of Catholic Caribbean Catholic you. is a particular kind of you know right it's a particular kind of we sort of practice on Easter yeah we do Easter hard we do yeah. Christmas hard yeah. but we don't do all the rest yeah. of it too hard but you know the church ladies you know them I don't know well well part of it is because I grew up with and had very close relationships with people who were in the church Mm -hmm. and so that I spent time Mm -hmm. in church and they are, and each time that I spent and whether it was a period of time or one particular time was so 
life informing and life changing and also scary as shit that I remember it all. Mm -hmm. And I've also been adjacent to these people for my whole life. Mm -hmm. And so some of it spilled off. And then also I tried to also go get my Christian life when I was pregnant. And, you know, I felt like I'm bringing a life into this world. And let me, let me, let me. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. You used to go to church on Sunday. I used to go find a church. I used to go to church on Sundays and all the things. And then I was like, oh, no, no, no. Your spirit told you why you shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can you can love this music and praise and worship in God without doing mm-hmm. all of this toxic shit. And so mm-hmm. and 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 before I let me qualify, as I don't know, you don't I don't have I know, to qualify don't to go for you. You don't have to qualify. This is our podcast. There are things right. There are things shit. I love about church, but there's a lot of it that I'm like, you can keep all of that over here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so she breaks it down, and she breaks it down in a way that it's like all of the ways in which they've tried to suppress our history, who we are. And all the natural things in order to remain, to, to gain control and to keep you believing that this white man in heaven, not, oh, yeah, he created all this stuff, but don't pay attention to all the stuff he created. Only pay attention to him, even though he's given you all these tools, because that's what these things are, tools. And although he's provided, your ancestors are here who went through and knew and know and have vision and wisdom. Don't pay attention to any of them. Only pay attention to this white being in the heavens because only he knows and only he controls and he looks just like me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so find mm-hmm. your validation in this thing that mm-hmm. only looks like me mm-hmm. and you will always be that kid looking for validation because I'll never validate you. And, and, and this God, the way we've set this God up and we've made him a he and all these things, mm-hmm. he will never validate you because your whole natural life is in opposition to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it is her breaking it down. It was just such a lovely giggle inducing piece yeah, because I knew that like folks are going to be like, some folks are going to be like, I'm here for it. I got coffee. Let's mm-hmm. go. I'm ready for these things. And other folks are going to be like, you had me until horoscopes. You had me until horoscopes. I'm not ready. You had me until horoscopes. I love it. And, and, I, and I get it, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's some people who are ready to dip, dip a toe in that pool. Some mm-hmm. people are ready to stand up to the waist. And we've also been indoctrinated to a point where I still have a lot of fear. What if I show up and St. Peter was like, oh, no, bitch, you was all in that horoscope shit. You can't come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so it, it, I recognize that everybody's on a different walk mm-hmm. and a different journey. And some people are not on the walk. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it was just so it was just so more wonderful. and more people, though. That's what I'm learning is that <laughs> more and more, more and more people, more and more black women are like here mm. for it, are like really willing to step away from the dogma like really willing to ask questions really willing to prioritize themselves um and their children and i think it's a beautiful thing as black women go so goes the community so yeah i mean listen <laughs> listen thank you for sharing and thank you bye, bye. See you next time. bye. <laughs>